Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. Jyoti Gondek was sworn in as Calgary's 37th mayor on October 25th. And what a whirlwind it has been since then. It likely hasn't felt like it's only been a couple months for her. Our new mayor joins us this morning. Good morning, Mayor Gondek. Good morning, Tara. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing quite well, thanks. Excellent. And good morning, David. Good morning, Tara. Good morning, Mayor Gondek. And uh, it's great to hear that you're still doing very well. <laughs> I, hope you'll say the same in, I hope you'll say the same in four years from now. I will for sure. It's a pleasure to serve and this is a great city. Um, so let's jump into uh, our kind of show that is about what's next for Calgary and how we diversify and how we uh, show leadership in this city, especially after what we went through in the last seven years. So I was going through your um, election campaign website, uh, which is still on, 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 on the internet. So I loved it. Um, and I kind of caught two phrases from there, two quotes, Calgary is ready to move forward and I'm ready to tackle challenges. So now that the elections are over and you are the mayor, um, how do you take those slogans and from the website into day-to-day activities? You know, David, one of the things that um, the previous council accomplished um, that I think we should commend is the fact that we approved the downtown revitalization strategy in spring of 2021. And that was really the catalyst towards getting us moving towards the reimagining of downtown, conversion of some of our vacancies. And I'm incredibly impressed that the current council in November dedicated more funding towards that revitalization effort. So I'm thankful that I have a great council who believes in many of the same things that I do. And so I think uh, you can see how moving from campaign goals into actual execution at council has been smooth. When you say revitalization, the downtown revitalization, what does that look like for you? What is the end goal? What do you want to see in the downtown area? Yeah, it's a great question, Tara. And I think if we look at how our downtown was built so many years ago, it had almost an exclusive focus on being a home for offices. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of accidental that we have people living there as well. So a good downtown, a vibrant downtown, if you think of any of the places you've been where you really enjoyed your time while you were engaging in their downtown, has multiple different uses. And it has a very strong sense of community where people live, they are able to do all of the things in their daily routine, and it's really creating a sense of a neighborhood or a community that's also downtown. So I think we have... um, big job ahead of us in terms of making sure that we've got that mix of uses right, but I think we're ready for it. Uh, Mayor Gundek, you, you mentioned that the new council has approved further funding for a revitalization of downtown. Can you elaborate a little bit about what is already have, have been funded and, and what is that kind of actual plan of work? Yeah, absolutely I can. And David, you will know this work pretty well because it was really um, an idea that started at the Calgary Economic Development uh, Real Estate Committee, where back in 2014 and 15, your group was having conversations about the fact that 
there was concerns that commercial real estate values were going to drop and what could we do. And I was very impressed to see the document around the greater downtown plan that was the culmination of work by not only our administration, but also experts in the field as well as community leaders. So as a result of that plan, we've made investments into public realm improvements. We've made investments into programming. We have a strong commitment towards seeing arts commons redone. And we also invested dollars into an incentive program for those who wish to do conversions in our vacant spaces. So it was multi-pronged and it was that incentive program that we boosted in November of last year. Mayor Gondek joins us this morning. So in terms of revitalization, there's also a hope for a revitalization around the Saddle Dome area. So where are we at right now with that entertainment center deal? I, I read that you've got a lot of interested parties. So what kind of businesses are interested in partnering with you on this? Well, when it comes to the entertainment district, it's actually a broader play than the event center. And what we did is tied up all of our energy into focusing on the event center, which was good at the time that we began that particular deal in 2019. And we hoped that it would be the start of more revitalization in that area. I think we are now in a situation where we can see with the pandemic Many projects have had to take a pause. There have been supply chain disruptions and costs are increasing on several types of materials. So I think we need to revisit what the entertainment district looks like, understand what the component parts are, and keep going with an event center, but the deal might be structured a little bit differently. Are you still hoping to be able to work with the Calgary Sports and Entertainment Group? Absolutely. I think it's important to recognize the value that um, those teams bring to our city. I think it's important to recognize that the players are very happy to be in the city, as are the owners. And I think reimagining that district and understanding all of the parts might mean that there's a different stagger in terms of which projects move at what time. But I think there's ample opportunity to have those discussions with Calgary Sports and Entertainment Corporation. Have you chatted with them since we all read that the deal was dead? I have not had an opportunity to chat with them directly. Uh, However, council is having a meeting on January 11th where one of the items is the event center. We will talk about the timeline of where we started and where we are, and we will discuss a commitment to the original direction of council, which was to create an event center in an entertainment district. Mary Gundek, um, you know, uh, you, you were part of the previous council and now you're at top of the helm. Uh, uh, you're at the helm. And um, I want to chat a little bit about the about OSIF, the Opportunity Calgary Investment Fund. And, and what do you see as their kind of goal? What kind of industries would you like them to kind of uh, approach and, and try to grow in the city so we are not a one-horse uh, economy that is only oil and gas? Well, the Opportunity Calgary Investment Fund uh, was designed to serve a particular purpose, and that was to act as um, a catalyst to get more interest in diversification. And so we have seen recently a lot of investment in tech and women-led enterprises, and I think we are going to see Opportunity Investment 
uh, or Opportunity Calgary Investment Fund looking at all kinds of opportunities that perhaps previously they hadn't. So I think in the first couple of years that it got up and running, there were some traditional investments that were made. But I can tell you that that board is incredibly interested in making sure that we are looking at new opportunities. Um, the funding for um, the uh, the feminist uh, financial feminist organization, the 51, is great news. We learned that there's underinvestment in capital for women-led enterprises, and one of their last announcements was to make sure that women are supported in the city. So I'm seeing very good things coming from that fund. Are, are there any specific industries that you would like to see grow in this uh, in, in our city? Yeah, I would absolutely like to make sure that we keep an eye on tech and that we make sure we understand the value of those technological advancements, whether it's in energy transformation or it's with organizations like Benevity who understand that people want meaningful places to work and that companies, no matter what they're doing, can also practice social good. So I think we need to be very respectful of the successes of businesses in our city and look at how we further that. We have just under a minute before we have to hit break. I'm wondering what do you think Calgarians are most worried about right now? Where should we be placing our focus and our priority? I think it is somewhat of a focus on resilience. I think Calgarians are worried about the economy. They are worried about taking care of people who are in positions of vulnerability. And they're also worried about the environment. So I think it's that triple pillar focus on resiliency that's going to be important moving forward. Everyone's worried about making sure that they have strong employment. They're also worried about the health and welfare of their family. And they want to make sure that we're protecting our city and making it more sustainable. We have to take a short break. Our guest is Mayor Gondek, and we'll be back with you following the commercials. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is sponsored in part by Canadian Western Bank. Obsessed with your success. It's time to partner with a bank that sees the world the same way you do. Visit cwbank.com. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs. Embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. Mayor Jyoti Gondek joins us this morning, having a great conversation. So, Mayor Gondek, in conversations, I often hear, why would anyone want to get into politics? And so, I have to ask you that. Like, why, why did you step into the politics and has it measured up to what you were hoping it would be? Oh, Tara, what a great question. I can tell you, when I was a kid, my dad used to say, Jyoti, you've got to take an interest in politics. I don't know why you're not, you know, politically active. And I would say, because I don't like it, Dad. And it wasn't until my dad passed away in 2003 that I understood what he really meant. And when I was taking care of his affairs and looking at the things that he had left undone, he had a couple of community projects. He was actually applying for chaplaincy within the um, the penal system in Alberta. He was working with a group that was trying to get Punjabi as a second language, language option within the Calgary Board of Education. He was working on several things, and I stepped in and helped his friends where I could to complete some of those projects. And it was that exercise of finishing things my dad had started that showed me when he said be political, he meant get involved, get engaged, 
and do everything you can to make your community a better place. And so from there, I continued to volunteer in different capacities. I served on Calgary Planning Commission for four years as a citizen member. I was on all kinds of different civic committees as well as community-based organizations. And it was late 2016 where I thought, you know, I've been trying to influence change from the outside. Maybe it's time that I get a seat at the table. So that's how it started. Mm. And and have you found that you've been able to create change while in politics? It's something that I hear often is people have grandiose ideas and, about what they want to do when they get in. But then when they're in, they say the system doesn't allow us to actually do this. Absolutely. Systems slow us down and processes become so entrenched that it's hard to move them. But I have incredible faith that people committed to doing good work and serving citizens will always be able to make that change happen. And I think when you are in public life and you're someone that's chosen to take on a role like this, you have to be incredibly pragmatic and understand how many things you can accomplish in the short term that you have and stay focused on doing those things in your term. Don't ever start thinking about, you know, if I run for election again, focus on the work you have to do. Don't worry about taking credit for it. Just worry about doing the right thing for the citizens you serve. Um, I want to go to a point that is painful for a lot of uh, business owners. And uh, if you can guess, it's property tax. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Mayor Gondak, when you are Councillor Gondak, you are very supportive on closing the gap between the residential and the business communities in terms of property tax. Um, and unfortunately, you're great. Uh, and, and I thought, because I was involved as well, I think you had a great proposal that was shut down, unfortunately, by uh, previous administ- uh, council. But how are you going to deal with this gap that Calgary is the highest gap between residential and commercial uh, property taxes between all all the big cities in Canada. Is there a plan to to reduce that gap? Yes, Mayor. You know how much pain we went through to try to make any kind of movement (laughs) happen in 2019. And I'll tell you, it was... um, an interesting process. I remember sitting at my kitchen counter for four weeks, crunching numbers in a spreadsheet, trying to figure out how we could change proportional share of operating budget responsibility to make this more reasonable for the business sector. And I remember at that time, our traditional approach was to expect businesses to carry 55% of the operating budget. And we had started creeping towards something more reasonable But in that year, we made a pretty bold move, and we are now at 48% of that responsibility being on the business sector and 52 being on homeowners. But I think that's got to move. The problem is trying to do it in an economy like this where everyone is suffering under this recession. Had council in the past realized that your signal of success is not to have the lowest property values for residential, your signal of success is to be inviting to businesses to have them take up space in your buildings and help people thrive and succeed. And because that shift wasn't made at that time, it's going to be really challenging to do it now. But I'm worried about our business sector. You're right. Our proportion is way off compared to other cities. So this is an important conversation that council will need to have. 
Mm. We'll be more than happy to participate as, as business owners. Um, but it, it brings me to the next uh, point, which is uh, one of your campaign, uh, I would say, initiatives or, or, or direction was a fair deal for Calgary. What do you mean by a fair deal for Calgary? Well, I think if you talk to any municipality, particularly in this province, they will tell you that the way we are governed under the Municipal Government Act really limits the ability for municipalities to serve their citizens well. And there is a practice whereby the municipality collects a proportion of tax for the provincial government. Typically, it was labeled an education tax, and it went towards education. Now, it just goes into general revenue. And so we're not sure how or where it gets dispersed, but approximately 38 to 40% of what you pay in property taxes doesn't stay here. It goes up to the provincial government. So my point is, especially in an economy like this, we need to restructure that formula and be able to keep more of Calgarians' dollars in our city to help serve them. And, And did you find anyone in the provincial government that is willing to listen? Well, they listened. Are they willing to act? I think that's going to take time. I just want to touch a little bit on the the overall general political climate in our country and across the world and get your viewpoint on this. You know, Justin Trudeau has been in the news a lot with his recent comments about unvaccinated people being misogynists and racist. We've seen other leaders speaking that way as well. I'm wondering what your thoughts are on a leader coming out and making comments like that in a society that's, that's hanging by a thread. Well, I can only speak for myself, and I can tell you that it is incredibly important that our leaders continue to send a message to the population that our best chances of recovery from this pandemic rely on people getting the vaccine. And I I don't think there is enough times that a leader can repeat that message. It's incredibly significant. And that's why you hear me say it repeatedly. It's also frustrating when decisions are made to allow people who don't get the vaccine to be in busy public spaces where other people have taken the time to protect overall public health. So I think it is a very discouraging proposition that there are still people who don't believe in the vaccine. Now, should you be labeling them? I don't think so. But I think we do need to call out the fact that people should be understanding that our collective public health relies on all of us being responsible and getting vaccinated. So as a politician and you're representing views of all Calgarians with every decision that you make, how do you manage your own bias when you're considering all sides of an issue? It's an interesting question, Tara. And I think as the mayor, I'm in a bit of a unique situation because my primary responsibility is to make sure that I'm chairing a meeting effectively where my fellow councillors feel seen and heard and are able to engage in debate and make their points known. It's not really my position to be opining on things, um, unless it's important and I feel that something hasn't been said. So to some degree, being the chair gives me the ability to hear all sides instead of having to be most concerned about getting my views across. So we all do our best to ensure that we leave our biases behind. Sometimes they creep in. 
And I think it's important for us to continue taking courses and getting an education on unconscious bias in our decision-making processes so that we can actually represent and serve people to the best of our ability. Mayor Gundak, we have about a minute before we have to conclude our uh, fascinating uh, discussion. Where do you see Calgary a year from now, following next year's New Year's Eve? <laughs> well, I like this question. Okay, and I think all of us are going to say this. Uh, we are all hopeful the pandemic will be behind us. <laughs> I am also, I know that's incredibly optimistic, but you have to be optimistic, particularly as someone who is in political life. People are looking to you for leadership. And if you're showing them that things will get better, we will get back to a place of balance and we, we will start moving towards prosperity, you also have to temper that with the fact that it'll take some time. So I think next year will be a better and brighter year. We will see, start to see things moving in a forward direction. I think more people will feel that we can get through this. I don't think all of our problems will be over But I certainly think we'll start seeing more solutions emerging and we will start to see people regain that sense of confidence that Calgary is still a great city. It's got a great future and we're all invested in it. And now it's got a great mayor. Well, thanks. Our guest this morning was Mayor Gundak. Thank you so much, Mayor Gundak, for being with us. And, and we, we share your optimism about and we love the city. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, thank you, David and Tara. It was a pleasure to spend the morning with you. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is sponsored in part by Canadian Western Bank. Obsessed with your success. It's time to partner with a bank that sees the world the same way you do. Visit cwbank.com.